Low dropping down to around 23. Similar conditions again tomorrow. A little breezy with a high of 54. I'm meteorologist Tim Wright for 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. This is Lincoln's home for sports talk on the FM dial. Also online at theticketfm.com. On the internet. KNTK FM first. 93.7 The Ticket. This is On the Block with Stricken Bach. Nebraska Basketball Hall of Famer and nine-year NBA vet, Eric Strickland. Strickland for three! And you're going to go out of here at the Big 8 tournament champion. 93.7 The Ticket veteran and Bill Callahan fan club president, Jake Bakovic. I love Billy. Coming at you live from the Koppel Chevrolet GMC studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. On air and online at theticketfm.com. Sponsored by the Mercado by Certified Piedmontese. This is On the Block with Stricken Bob. Hold up. We are live here on the block on 93.7 The Ticket. I am Jake Bachman. He is Eric Strickland, the Husker Hall of Famer, longtime NBA vet. And uh, we are working on uh, getting Strick in, in on, these, uh, on the show, obviously. Um, it just might take just a second. So I might, uh, you might hear me knocking on the window trying to get somebody else to, to get him in. But uh, we sent him the email, so he should be joining here any second. In fact, there he is. So uh, I will no longer have to just keep talking to myself. Strick uh, is joined. Is He is ready. He is on the block. How are you doing today, Strick? Great, man. Um, all is good. All is well. Another day on the block. Excited about that. Uh, wonderful uh, to get into these topics today. Just looking forward to it and had some great discussions about some of the topics today. And hopefully uh, with the Missouri, I mean, I'm sorry, with the Minnesota game uh, coming up, hopefully we'll be able to uh, see some changes and maybe a victory, hopefully. Yeah. So those, those are some of the things that we're hoping for. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> it's kind of interesting. But, you know, we've been talking about Nebraska basketball and, and kind of what's been going on the last few days. Obviously, coming off that Northwestern loss, people are feeling some type of way about it. But uh, the, the people are seem to be interested uh, to continue talking about it and kind of what the, the big picture items are um, tonight. A lot of people have kind of turned their attention on, you know, whether or not Hoiberg is the guy and I don't think you're going to get your answer tonight but you'll definitely um, get some answers as far as his ability to motivate um, this team you know I don't think this is a team that he's lost the locker room or anything like that Um, they did struggle against Northwestern so if you kind of have you know you start to put those um, stack those performances back to back to back then you start to wonder if that is the case but I think more than anything tonight and and he's kind of said it um, before and I think that it, it kind of goes back to what he was doing earlier with if if you're going to take a bad shot, you're going to get benched. I think tonight you've, you've got to get to the point of if you're not boxing out, if you're not hustling, if you're, you know, if I, I see you miss a, miss a, a hustle point out there, right? Um, then I'm going to, then I'm going to pull you. I mean, we, you've got to at least, cause that's what the fan base wants more than anything. And I've seen a lot of that, um, from the text line, which you guys can hit us up on the Sarder Hammond text line four two four six four five six eight five. Call in same. If you want to call and talk to us Honda Lincoln hotline four two four six four five six eight five. Um, but you know, from 
from the post Danny Knee era, I suppose, on to um, to where we are now with Fred Hoiberg, there's there's a lot of um, understanding where Nebraska was. You know, you weren't getting the top recruiting classes. Um, you, you 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 know, you just kind of had to put a team together, and hopefully, you know, every few years you'd have that senior class that could really lead you. But a lot of it was punching up, and part of punching up uh, was to give that maximum effort. You might not be the most um, athletic on the floor. You knew there was a mismatch when you go out there and play a Kansas uh, or you know in the, in the Big Ten days, you know, on Michigan State, um, but the effort would, would hopefully get you over the edge, and, and, and certainly you don't feel like you need that um, to beat Minnesota tonight. But it's just, the, and, and and I don't I don't I don't always like to question effort. Sometimes it's kind of hard um, to do that to measure that. Um, but it it just is not a, a very scrappy team. So I think that that hopefully this. You know, this, 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 I've been talking for, you know, this, this whole season. They need more of an identity than just we're going to shoot a lot. So maybe scrappiness can be inserted into this team through practice and, and through, you know, through Hoiberg saying if you don't get it done, if you're not out there, um, you know, being scrappy and giving it your all, then we've got guys on the bench that hopefully will. Well, in most cases, the, the, the sad thing about it is there's not – well, it's a little bit different than in the NBA. I mean, I would say more so in the NBA, but there's not a lot of time to pursue what you're what you're what you're referencing. Not that I'm saying it's not important, but most of the time you're trying to put in game plans and and work on certain things that you need to work on or prepare for, or any adjustments or any changes that need to be made. So sometimes you, there's not a lot of time to work on those things. Those critical things are usually done, whether it be in the off season. Uh, with your um, development guys and, and stuff like that, different things that you need to improve on. Um, but you, you definitely can work on those certain skill sets of blocking, blocking out. You can implement those in, in, in your uh, workouts and your drills, so forth and so on. But uh, it, it's, it, it's kind of it's sad <laughs> when I really, really look at it that, we've talked about that from the beginning, right? Mm -hmm. These are the things that we talked about that we would hope that the staff would have made reference to. Um, It's, it's like a child and I'm, I'm not saying none of the men are children, but what I'm saying is I'm just giving a reference in an, in in an analogy in that these, if you allow a child to do a lot of things that you're not, uh, requiring of them as far as discipline wise, right? If you just allow a child to kind of be and have a free for all at the house. And then all of a sudden you try to discipline them after you didn't <laughs> let them wild out yeah. <laughs> for, for the course of a couple of years from their ter- terrible twos to their, their time that they're four, then there's going to be some, some things that kind of set in. And so there's going to be some harsh adjustments that need to be made. I think it's just too late this season to be trying to implement you can try it hopefully it would work uh but you can implement what we talked about not playing guys that don't want to put forth the effort and and things like that but trying to discipline them in this in this time sometimes it can be too late because then at that point it becomes a conflict now we're now we're conflicting with each other because I've been doing this, this, this whole time. Now all of a sudden you want to, you know, correct me. So that's kind of how it is with a child. The child is going to continue to do that and you got to continue to discipline them. And maybe that could be the change that you can then begin to see what is needed and necessary in closing out this season 
to be able to make it worth something. Um, I don't know if you can even say it would be worth something at this point because you've seen just such bad play in so many different ways and you see good play and there's so many inconsistencies that you're just like, you know, you've kind of checked out at this point. Yeah, I think a lot of Nebraska basketball fans have checked out, and the the ones that are sticking around are in bad moods. So it, it's going to make for a very interesting scene tonight at Pinnacle Bank Arena. See how many people are, are going. It's a late tip, eight o'clock. So you know, a lot of people got to wake up in the morning. So is it worth, you know, losing some sleep to to watch this team hopefully get uh, across the finish line and get a win? But I, I think it is fascinating too to to what you're talking about. Um, you know, do do you you know? We're all looking for this extra juice to try to get them over the edge. What is it? And we've been talking about it all year long. Okay, well, you know, in this game or in that scenario, do this, do that. G- give Walker the ball more. You know, make Bryce McGowan's take the shots at the end. You know, all these sort of things that we're we're trying to push these different buttons. But it, you're right. A lot of it is, is going to be difficult to do, you know, with three or four games to prepare for opponent to completely change you know, what you've been working on this whole time. Do you think that there is, um, that, that we won't see that? Do you think that there's a, a, there should also be a thought in the room of, hey, they've been close, you know, they need at this point more than ever, they need each other as brothers to look each other in the room and say, guys, we're, we're this close, this is the night we, we, we push it, you know, push over and, and we're not going to do these drastic changes where guys get different playing times and, and, and try different lineups and all that. We're, we're close, you know, and, and they have been at times. Um, obviously coming off that Northwestern win uh, or Northwestern loss, notwithstanding. But, um, you know, I, I think that there's also something to be said for that is that, you know, they, they're, they've they they've been close. So maybe you don't want this drastic change um, to try to kind of throw them off right before they get their most winnable opportunity um, just by the by the way of the standings where Minnesota is 13th in the Big Ten. It is your home game. It is your home court. It's your, your it should be your most winnable game. Yeah, I mean, they, they have two more wins than, than Nebraska does right. at this particular point, which is which is crazy. I mean, I think another thing to look at, I mean, Ben Johnson, who is in his first season um, in charge of the Gophers, uh, he's been a former coach. He's coached in the Big Ten as an assistant, uh, both at Northwestern. He spent some time at Xavier, which has had some pretty good years as, as a program. Uh, and, and coming back into uh, PBA as a coach, uh, one of their first meetings that they're going to have um, first and only meetings that they're going to have in the conference season that he's coming in inspired and looking to show them that basically, um, you know, I'm my team, you, you know, you're not pushing us to the bottom. You're going to, you're just going to remain that that's what you do. You're going to remain at the bottom or that's what you do. You tell, that's how you, you inspire your, your team when you're going on the road, you tell them, um, you, you, you put a foot on their neck. <laughs> I mean, that's, I mean, that's how I would be approaching. I'm like, look, they're, they're, they're at the bottom. You know what I mean? We're not having no Drake moments where you start at the bottom and then we're going moving up and you're moving up on us on our dime, or you're coming out of your funk on our dime, right? As a pitcher, you, you see a guy that's in a slump. You saying you're, you're going, you're staying in that slump tonight. Yeah. You're going to strike out. As a football player, if a guy's uh, QBR or their their completion rates is, is in the mud, yeah, that's the type of night you're going to have. You're not getting it on us. And and that would be a motivating factor for them. And, you know, their team is, is they have some, they have some solid pieces. They have some, uh, uh, some, some desire to not, uh, to get better in themselves uh, down in Minnesota. So it's going to be interesting to see what type of fight 
that Nebraska has. Do they have any fight left? And it, and I think this would be a telltale uh, as to will we see any climbing of the mountain or will we see a crashing on the mountain? You, you remember, I, I don't know, you may, you may still be a little young, but back in the day, I used to watch um, The Price is Right. Oh, yeah, yeah. And The Price is Right had this game of this little – a uh, guy that was on this little mountain and every time you win he goes right, yeah. and he keeps climbing the, yodeler, up the mountain, yeah. right but if you're losing then he goes too far and he crashes over <laughs> the mountain right that's right that, that was just a vision that kind of came to me about like if we don't see that fight that resilience that hunger that passion out of Nebraska I don't know if they can ever get it because like you said this is a better time than any to get off the snide uh, with the team that's right there next to you. If you're going to be a bottom dweller, you don't want to be the bottom dweller. You know, you've got to beat the next guy that's ahead of you. They are two games ahead of you. You can't catch a, a, a team that's two games ahead of you if you don't win one. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then you have a chance to get an up on them because you're getting one from that team. So, um, that's what's going to be – it's going to be interesting, man, to see um, how they fight back. I mean, hopefully, like, guys like C.J. Wiltshire, who has embraced his role, it's looking like he's getting a big feel of coming off the bench. There's still some inconsistencies off their bench with Tamanaga and whatnot. Um, you, you, we don't know what they're going to do and what the situation is going to be with Verge. Um, maybe they still feel, you know, are they going to move them on? I mean, so there's still some unknowns, and, and we won't see until that game uh, tips off tonight, 8 o'clock. Yeah, it's, it's going to be fascinating. The, the other thing is I think the ball's going to hit the floor a few times because surprisingly, Nebraska is not the worst rebounding team in the Big Ten. As bad as they are at rebounding, Minnesota is worse. <laughs> they actually don't. They rebound less rebounds per game. So somebody's going to have to win that rebounding battle, and that's kind of the, this is the perfect time to gain some some uh, you know some confidence going into that and, and trying to get, okay, guys, tonight it's all about blocking out. Tonight it's about winning the rebounding battle. This is a team we can win the rebounding battle against, so let's go out and do it. And, and and then, you know, through that, you maybe can show, okay, and that's what led to these points, and that's what led to this win, and you can kind of get momentum rolling there. Do you think that there is still something? I mean, you're kind of late into the season to this, um, and but it, 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 since it still hasn't happened, is there something to learning how to win? Do you think that if they get a win tonight – that that can, you know, then they've learned and then they can take that into the next game and, and, and show it moving forward? Or do you think that, you know, at some point, you know, if, if you have a certain level of talent, things are going to go right that night. You're going to get a win at some point, but it doesn't necessarily mean that you've learned something and that you can take that moving forward. Well, this is going to be the battle of the inconsistencies, right? Um, in the game that Minnesota had in their last game against Iowa, uh, they got off. They they played very well in the first half. Uh, had a slight lead against the Iowa team. Shot almost like fifty percent from the field. And then they come out in the second half and <laughs> roll the dice and crap out, uh, shooting under thirty percent. And they end up losing the game. I think shoot, uh, they lost by twelve, maybe. So that this is the battle of inconsistency. Who is going to be the most consistent team? Nebraska is looking and has not put together a whole and complete game up to this point. Um, so whether they play well or shoot well, yeah, okay, that could be good. Maybe maybe they get hot. 
But the issue is, are they going to continue to execute or what happens with this team when it gets tight? And that's been the problem for this Nebraska team as well, is that once it gets tight, they revert back to bad habits. And it's stagnant ball movement, um, not securing the rebounds to uh, close off runs, um, turning the ball over on three or four times down, losing possessions. You've just consistently seen that type of play. And that's allowed teams to get back in the game. That's allowed teams where you, you need to throttle a team where you have a team down 12, 15 points, you go and try to push it to 25. And Nebraska is yet to put that type of mojo together. And, and so um, it's going to be the battle of, of inconsistency is who's going to be the most consistent for the longest uh, portion of the game tonight is, is what's gonna, what it's going to come down to. Uh, and let's uh, let's transition. We do have um, Evan Bland of the Omaha World Herald set to join us here in about 10 minutes. Before we get to that, there was some news in the Nebraska football program today. The Big Ten announced Nebraska at Rutgers will actually be played on a Friday night. It was scheduled for its uh, usual, you know, Saturday, um, and they you know they haven't had a time set for it or, or whatever. But they've moved it now um, to uh, to uh, to Friday night. Of course, last time Nebraska played uh, Rutgers, they played on a Friday night as well in December of 2020. Um, so it's kind of interesting. You wonder if there's a new uh, tradition set up there in, in a rivalry that isn't one. Uh, you know, Nebraska-Rutgers, if they're going to start doing that moving forward. I think more so than anything, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's to get some more exposure on this game. Of course, the Nebraska-Rutgers game, um, you know, they were paired that, that battle that last Friday night. They were paired because they were at the bottom of the standings in 2020. And remember, they did that crossover thing. So, I mean, that uh, uh, certainly was uh, was not the, the, the plan. But um, over Overall, I think that this is, is good. It's a good move. Sometimes uh, coaches get frustrated. You kind of have a short week to get, get prepared for that game. But as far as exposure, uh, you know, it kind of goes over from your probably a, a BTN type of game where limited households kind of get that over to FS1 on a Friday night. You like the, the move for Nebraska? Well, I, it, it's interesting. Um, I, I don't I – don't, you don't normally see that from Nebraska, so it's going to be interesting. Yeah. But I, I think you make a good point in that it's it's something to maybe put more eyeballs on that game and, and get a little bit more interest involved in it. Um, that That's going to feel weird, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, you, you know, you're, you kind of get locked into a, a certain schedule in the way that you, you play uh, your games and, and your your the way you approach it as far as the week and so forth and so on. So you – you know, you, you got to do some changes in that, but I, I don't see a problem with it. I don't think, but it, you know, I think it'll be a fun thing. I'm sure the Nebraska fans will, will do what they normally do and that they come out in droves and, and they're going to be out there and, and uh, whether it be on the road or at home, they, that's one thing I always loved about the Husker fans is that they, they come and show up. Yeah, and, and, I, and I love it, again, for the exposure part of it. In Nebraska's fan base and their, their brand still shines through. We saw last year a team that was, um, that you know, just wasn't very good, you know, and, and you could kind of see from day one. But, they you know, you kind of got a national audience in week zero. You got two Big Ten, you know, big noon kickoffs there on Fox uh, with the Oklahoma and Ohio State game. I mean, you know, big games on ESPN. So the brand is still very strong. And so you're not going to see that for a Nebraska home game. Nebraska, there's too much money made. They're, they're not 
going to give up a home game and move it to a Friday night. Um, they're not going to give up a home game to go play in Ireland. Um, but they, they are able to do that with some of these away games. So it's kind of cool that, that Nebraska's brand um, uh, kind of affords them these opportunities for these road games to get, uh, you know, get more eyes on them. And, and so uh, that's what you're seeing again, I think, in, in this particular case. Uh, Rutgers, you know, doesn't sell out their home games on Saturday. Maybe we'll take a, a slight hit um, in attendance, perhaps. Maybe it won't. Maybe, you know, keep going there um, on a Friday night. But, but you know, you, you figure to lose a little bit of money um, leading, building up to the game either way, you know, the, 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 the buildings, the, the bars or whatever around the, the, the stadium. But, um, it, you know, it's something that they, they're able to do. And so it's kind of cool, um, whether it be Rutgers or, or Illinois willing to go to Dublin in the past or Northwestern, some of the smaller brand name schools in the in the Big Ten working with Nebraska to get these opportunities. So it'll be it'll be fun. It's uh, um, you got your your Dublin game, you got your Friday game with Rutgers, you got your Black Friday game as usual with Iowa. So um, you, you're not going to have uh, you know the the normal schedule of yet you know playing on 11 a.m. every Saturday morning, which happened to Nebraska yeah. a few times. Uh, I think a few years ago, back to back years, it feels like. Um, so at least they're going to change it up. I, and I just love it. I mean, it, it, some people don't like that it would take a bit away from Friday night football, high school football. Um, but I think for, you know, one week there, it's not too big of a deal and people get pretty jacked up about it. And, and you know, again, in the, in Nebraska Rutgers will not be lost in that week, which it would be on a normal Saturday afternoon. Um, so I love yeah. it. I love any little difference that, that they that they can throw out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Any, any wrinkle in it to – to hopefully, you know, hopefully you just get the guys inspired to want to go on the road and 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 handle business. Um, like I'm saying, it, it it can throw you off a little bit because your your travel schedule changes and and the way that you go about handling the week is going to be a small adjustment. But uh, sometimes those types of adjustments build character and people and 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 stuff like that. I mean, I, I was rem I'm reminded of. Um, when I was playing in Memphis, I'm not Memphis, uh, in Vancouver at the time that we had, um, like a 14 game road, road trip, which was like crazy. Like it was probably one lot. of the longest road trips we've ever had. And then in that road trip, I think we had five and seven, five games in seven days, which was, was crazy. But sometimes those things can build character, uh, within your team. And because you may be tired, but you got to fight. You, you, your body may not be adjusted to the to the mechanism, but you got to push through it. And that's the way it is. I mean, I, you, you want to prepare for the NFL, right? You want to go to the yeah. NFL. There's going to be Thursday games. You know, there, yeah. there's Thursday, Sundays sometimes, you know, they Mondays. You know, there's <laughs> a lot right. of mixtures and changes within within your schedule cycle. And so you've got to be able to adjust to that. you got to get that body back in shape. you got to get in there, get that treatment done and do all those things. So it's going to be. You know, it can be a little bit of good in that sometimes. For what it's worth, it will be coming off the uh, October 1st home game against Indiana. So they'll have the short week after Indiana. Sometimes it's kind of funny when you look at the opponent. Well, thank God it's not Wisconsin. Wisconsin would beat them up, and then they'd have a short week. That'd be troublesome. Um, but uh, So they'll have that, that short week going up, and then they'll have a longer week to prepare for Purdue on October 15th, an extra day there. So uh, it takes away from one week but gives to another. So it's, it's not too bad. I haven't bad had there. much success against them either. So. Yeah. <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> That's it, the other thing. It's like, God damn. <laughs> <laughs> There's no so, easy yeah, maybe wins, a little man. extra time to, you know, 
get over that hump. Yeah. Uh, and, and you mentioned that Thursday night football has been take, completely taken over by the NFL. I loved when college football used to have those games. Of course, everybody remembers um, most likely a Nebraska-Missouri game uh, in 2009 in the rain where, where Lindomican Sue was uh, slamming Blaine Gabbard around. People loved that Thursday night game. I hope they bring a little bit more Thursday night football back to the college football slate. They always have a game, but it's not really an interesting one. It used yeah, to be always really, a good it's one. like Miami, Ohio against yeah. Toledo or something. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, they've given they've completely given that up to the NFL, which is fair. NFL gets all the viewers. But I miss Thursday night football for college football because I would always, uh, you know, flip back and forth. And and, and I'm more of a college football fan. So I'd usually watch the college football product. But either way, they've kind of moved on to Friday nights and Nebraska will get that marquee game on the Friday night. We'll take a quick break here on the block. Uh, We got Evan Bland of the Omaha World Herald uh, set to join us next. He was at the Nebraska baseball press conference today as they're about ready to uh, get the first pitch in here in a few weeks. So uh, we'll talk to him about kind of went on there and of course, get his thoughts on the Nebraska basketball program and all that stuff uh, is coming up next here. Uh, Evan Bland of the Omaha World Heralds will join us on the block on 93.7 The Ticket. When it's really cold and your furnace goes out, the last thing you need is somebody who just wants a piece of your checkbook. Several families were told they had a cracked heat exchanger and needed a new furnace. Fortunately, they called Bryant for a second opinion. Many were found to only need minor repairs. Anytime you need furnace repair, call the experts at Bryant first. Bryant Air Conditioning, Heating, Electrical, and Plumbing. 467-1111. We do whatever it takes. Hi, Sean Callahan here for Coppel Chevrolet GMC. And things have obviously been pretty challenging lately with new vehicles, with all the microchip and supply chain issues, but things continue to loosen up as Coppel gets more and more new vehicles in each and every week. We've had many customers also custom order their vehicles. So if you don't see what you want in our current inventory, we can put an order in to get exactly what you want. So go online, reserve your new vehicle at coppelcars.com. You'll be glad you did. The past year and a half has been a challenge. We've been reminded of the importance of following health and safety guidance from medical experts. I'm Jenny Benson, president of the NSCA. As teachers, our goal is to keep our schools open and our students in the classroom. Because we know in-person teaching and learning is best for our students. We need your help to keep our kids healthy and learning. Sponsored by the Nebraska State Education Association, aired by the Nebraska Broadcasters Association and this station. Fruitcakes are just for Christmas, right? Gosh, I feel sorry for you. I mean, what if we had done that with bacon? Bacon is only for breakfast. We'd never have bacon cheeseburgers. We'd never be able to save a salad by adding bacon bits. We'd never have Brinner. That's breakfast for dinner. Don't limit yourself. Fruitcakes for St. Patrick's Day. Fruitcakes for graduation. Fruitcakes for Thursday. Beatrice Bakery and Grandma's Fruitcakes are perfect for every occasion. Check them out in downtown Beatrice or online at BeatriceBakery.com. Welcome to our world of yum. Breakfast tacos, brisket tacos, pork tacos, chicken tacos. You hungry yet? I can keep going. Pork or chicken, queso nachos, queso mac and cheese, match mac burritos. Now you're salivating. Muchachos is Lincoln's premier New Mexico barbecue fusion restaurant. And you can't miss them in their bright blue building. Pair that great food with delicious coffee for breakfast and a variety of local and national beers on tap the rest of the day. Order your food online at YoMuchacho.com or visit them in person at Muchachos on South 11th Street between L and K Streets. 93.7 The Ticket, Fox KFXL Weather. Sponsored by John Henry's Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. 
Your NTV first alert weather forecast tonight. Partly cloudy, winds die down. Overnight lows, 24. Partly cloudy for your Thursday, warming up. Highs near 60, windy again. Southwest winds gusting to around 30. I'm NTV Chief Forecaster, 10,000 for 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Mike Shaver here for Trek CBD. There's a lot of CBD shops opening up in Lincoln, but Trek CBD focuses on quality above all else. Their products are from local CBD company, Nico Farms, and are third-party laboratory tested. They have products that can help with stress, anxiety, pain, relief, and more, and have a wide selection of Delta 8, including Serene 8. Trek CBD is locally owned and operated. Go visit Scott or Shannon at their 84th and Highway 2 location or at 27th and S, or go online to Trek CBD with free delivery. Trek CBD, CBD. CBD done right. You need a place to watch the big game, but you don't want to host at your place and you don't know what friend's house to invite yourself over to. Join 93.7 The Ticket at Buffalo Wings and Rings at 68th and O for Bengals Rams and enjoy great food and drink, plus the chance to win great prizes. If you simply show up, you'll have a chance to win free prizes. You just have to be there when your ticket is called. What's better than great food, drinks, and prizes? Hang with us for the big game on Sunday, February 13th at Buffalo Wings and Rings, 68th and O. Hey, sports fans. Rico here with HIS Auto Care, 70th and Van Dorn. Carfax recently awarded us as a top-rated auto service center for 2020, and Lincoln Choice Awards voted us as the 2021 top independent auto repair center. Call us at 402-488-8934 for superior service bumper-to-bumper. Mention this ad and get 7% off. <laughs> Doesn't get any better than that. Rico for his auto care, 70th and Van Dorn. God bless you. Back to On the Block with Stricken Bach on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. We are back on the block here on 93.7 The Ticket. I'm Jake Falco, and he is Eric Strickland, and we are on the block. We'll be here every weekday from 4 to 6, and every Wednesday at this time, we'll welcome Evan Bland of the Omaha World on with us. And, Evan, I wanted to start with this. Reserved season tickets sold out for 2022 for Nebraska baseball. What does that mean as opposed to season tickets? Can I still get into a baseball game this year? Yes, you can still get into a game. Uh, so I, I double-checked with the ticket office on what exactly that means today. And, and reserve tickets for, for, for season tickets at Haymarket Park, that's about 3,400 seats. So those are what are accounted for for, you know, everything. The midweek games that, that are in, uh, you know, 35-degree temps in mid-March or the, the big weekend series in May, whatever it might be. Um, and then they have the single-game tickets that go on sale, I believe it's Monday morning, uh, that you can buy. And you can still do, I think they call them the diamond deals, where you get nine general admission seats. So, yeah, I mean, if you wanted to show up and, and hang out, um, you know, in right field or go to the berms or whatever, uh, those general admission tickets are still out there. But this sort of speaks to the fact that the, the, the chair backs, um, you know, uh, down the first and third baseline are spoken for. Moving forward, but man, it's it's February 9th, and these things are are out here a month before the first home game at Haymarket Park. It sure speaks to the excitement level and the anticipation Husker fans have for this team in this season. Yeah, absolutely. And and uh, the other the press conference day, Will Bolt spoke with the media as well as a few of the of the uh, baseball players. Uh, what did you take away from that press conference today? Well. 
you know, they're starting to pare down roles a little bit. This is that point in the year uh, when, you know, they've seen these guys scrimmage for a little bit, but yet they still have a few um, outdoor live workouts to go before they finalize a lot of these roles. So, you know, about a week from now, we'll probably have a pretty good sense of who their weekend rotation is and what the lineup could be like. But right now, they're still sort of narrowing that down. Um, so, you know, I think today it was interesting to hear from a couple of the captains, Kyle Perry and Griffin Everett, uh, a couple of in-state guys who took different paths to get to this point, but now they're both captains. And, um, you know, I, the captain thing is interesting to me because that's something that Will Bolt brought back when he came back as coach a couple of years ago. Um, he had been a player captain on the World Series teams, and then it just sort of went away. Uh, in terms of the tradition and, and things that uh, Nebraska baseball coaches wanted to do, but he brought it back and it worked, I thought, really well last year with the captains that they had. Obviously, those players who were no longer here were a big part of the Big Ten championship and uh, a big part of the success that that team had. And so it's always fascinating to me to see what sort of the demographics of the captains are. And in this case, they have three in-state kids, um, like I mentioned with Perry and and, uh, and Everett and Shea Shanneman from Grand Island, but they also have a mix of starting pitchers and position players and difference of personalities where you've got a guy like Kyle Perry who uh, is extremely outgoing and sort of the, the, the vocal leader, and you have a guy like Everett who's much quieter and, and a lead-by-example type and um, everything in between. So, you know... I think Nebraska has shown that who, who those leaders are really helps set the tone for what the season's going to be along with the staff. And so it's interesting to see, I think, the diverse set of personalities. And um, you know, I thought Perry said it pretty well today when he said, when you have four guys who are as different as those four are, and including Cam Chick, uh, then when you look at the rest of the roster, you know, 30-some guys, there's a pretty good chance that those 30-some guys are going to be able to relate to at least one of those guys in terms of their personality, in terms of who they might work with. So I think Nebraska is in a pretty good spot from a pure leadership standpoint going into the season. Hey, Evan, how you doing, man? Uh, good to have you. Thanks for joining us on the block. Uh, got a question, man, about, you know, obviously rest in peace to uh, Coach Sanders. Um, you know, tell us about a little bit about your thoughts on his legacy and the foundation that he's been able to build over the course of his tenure at Husker uh, baseball there and, and what's your thoughts about him? Yeah. You know, I think in the big picture, maybe the casual fan would sort of remember Sanders as the guy before the guy, right? Like he was uh, succeeded by Dave Van Horn and, and that became Nebraska baseball became a national power, a national brand after Sanders left. But, you know, for 20 years, it was John Sanders, it was the Huskers and it was, you know, Buck Belzer, field and uh big eight baseball and in february temperatures and all kinds of different conditions from what fans and, and and followers are accustomed to seeing today and so you know sanders if you look back on his career he was uh you know he had a really strong early part of his tenure i think he topped seven wins or i'm sorry 40 wins in seven of his first eight seasons he went to three regionals which at the time was uh, a little bit harder to do and something Nebraska baseball hadn't really done any of to that point. Uh, you look at some of the players that he brought in, whether uh, that was Darren Erstad, who of course was the number one overall pick in the mid nineties, uh, you know, an outfielder like Paul Myers, who was an all American, or you can kind of go down the, down the line. They, they had some talent. Uh, it just never 
translated in the 90s into the, the, the sort of wins they wanted to get. But talking with players, I mean, Sanders was a guy who, I mean, he was a big physical person. He was a big personality. He had a big laugh. I mean, I think sort of the universal sentiment about him from people who played for him was that, you know, he was a tough coach, but at the same time, he wasn't afraid to show his human side and to have, uh, you know, have a laugh or to bring his family to the ballpark when they were going through things. Uh, I talked to one former player who, uh, you know, recalled in the early 90s when they took a road trip into, into South Texas and, and, it, and they incurred some, um, some, some racial situations where the fans were yelling things at him and he uh, stood by his players and, um, you know, kind of prevented some things from going sideways. He was sort of the, the calm and the storm for them. So I think there was a sentiment out there that as much as he loved baseball and it was about baseball, it was even more about the relationships and about the players. And, you know, again, that's sort of a sentiment that people who played for him still remember today, you know, all these decades later. Yeah. I didn't really get the pleasure to, 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 you know, make his acquaintance closely because obviously it was a, a road for me. They knew I was kind of going, going uh, professionally. So I didn't really get the recruitment aspect of that. And obviously when you cross that ball, you can't come back. So yeah, I, I've always heard and, and thought well of him and, and, and just, he was a presence, as you said, you know, just around, uh, around the campus and, and just a w- wonderful man. And, and uh, we're, we're glad to have him. No doubt. Yeah, no doubt about it. I mean, they, a lot of guys called him Big Red, like because you know he had he had red hair. He's a big guy, big yeah. personality. Um, and again, like it's it's one of those deals where like the the team success wasn't always there as much as they wanted it to be, certainly. But uh, it, it's one of those deals where it was so much more than that for him and for the players. And I, you know, I, I never heard anyone say a bad thing about him just to, because of how he treated people and and how he was in that way. Jumping over to Nebraska basketball uh, now with you, Evan. It, it's kind of funny because uh, we're getting a lot of traction talking Nebraska basketball here, uh, and, and it's like it's 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 the polar opposite of that, right? I mean, it's it's the bottom of the barrel, two Big Ten teams playing, eight o'clock tip off on on BTN and all that stuff. Um, but it's almost as if like it, 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 I don't even know how to explain. It. It's like the interest level has gone down so low that it's even more interesting because <laughs> because they have to react to you know Nebraska basketball has to kind of react to that. Yeah, true. I mean, this game, I think on paper, you'd call it the most winnable game they have left on their schedule. So, you know, there, I think there is value in ending the offer and getting off of that specter of 0 for 0 and 20. I mean, that's that obviously not something that you want to be a part of. And even just a little bit of a, of a relief, I think, could go a long way for a team that's, um, you know, when they've played well, they haven't closed. When they haven't played well, they've gotten blown out and, and have, have had energy issues. So, you know, I don't know that what they do against Minnesota or the rest of the year really will change people's opinion on the team. Um, but, man, just a little bit of relief <laughs> could be helpful, right? Because I, I think – I was thinking about this the other day. Like, if you're, if you're a bad basketball team, it's, it's almost the worst sport to be really bad in because football, it's sort of a once-a-week deal. Um, you know, baseball, a lot of that can kind of go under the radar and get kind of goofy – basketball man it's like two or three times a week it's this constant indictment on the program and frustration and all these emotions get stirred up anew and so yeah I mean again I don't think what happens tonight or or quite honestly the rest of the season is going to change 
what people think. I mean, I think this season sort of is what it is, but at the same time, you, you got to feel for the people that are involved, for the fans that are still emotionally invested, those those hearty souls out there, and certainly you know the players and coaches just to get a little bit of a break and um, at the very least avoid being on the wrong side of history when it's all said and done. Evan, big game coming up this weekend, man. Uh, you know, what's, what's your thoughts and, and how do you view who has the advantage in this upcoming Super Bowl? That's going to be fun, isn't it? I mean, this is sort of yeah. a of a heart versus head sort of deal for me. Like, I think when you look at it on paper, the Rams are the better team. They have the pass rush. They have uh, more of the maybe the proven commodities. Uh, but then on the other side, you've got Cincinnati, who just sort of feels like this team of destiny right now with what Joe Burrow's doing and, and some of their skill guys. Um, obviously, around these parts, the Nebraska connection is really interesting with Zach Taylor, um, but uh, quite a few other ones, too. People remember Troy Walters is the offensive coordinator here. He's the receivers coach for the Bengals. Stanley Morgan is part of their special teams units now. So, uh, you know, I, I do I think it'll be a good game. I hope it's a good game when you think about how these NFL playoffs were from the divisional round on like a, a, a tight dramatic Super Bowl would sort of be fitting for what has been one of the most entertaining postseasons the NFL's had in quite a while. So, um, you know, again, I, I feel like if I were, you know, I, I'm not, I'm not going to bet on it or anything, but if, if I did, I think on paper, it would have to be the Rams uh, again, because of their defense and specifically their pass rush. But man, it is so hard to uh, go against Cincinnati and Joe Burrow and Zach Taylor, given what, they've done and sort of the heater that they've been on here this last month or so. Excellent stuff once again from Evan Bland of the Omaha World Herald. Evan, thanks for joining us on the block today. We'll catch up with you next week. Pleasure, guys. All right, there he goes, Evan Bland of the Omaha World Herald. Uh, We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, it's your chance to win $15 to Buffalo Wings and Rings. All you have to do is beat Strick on our game show, Shootout with Strick. I'm not even sure we have uh, Nate working on uh, the the topic today, so I don't know what the the questions will be or what the topic will be. But give us a call right now, 402-464-5685. First one in line. you got to do it. you got to call now. First one in line gets to do the game show with Strick for the chance at the chicken. But if Strick does win, then the third caller can win as well so uh don't give up hope if you're not the first caller here uh but uh that's all coming up next here on the block on 93.7 the ticket Mike Shaver here for Trek CBD. There's a lot of CBD shops opening up in Lincoln, but Trek CBD focuses on quality above all else. Their products are from local CBD company, Nico Farms, and are third-party laboratory tested. They have products that can help with stress, anxiety, pain, relief, and more, and have a wide selection of Delta 8, including Serene 8. Trek CBD is locally owned and operated. Go visit Scott or Shannon at their 84th and Highway 2 location or at 27th and S, or go online to Trek CBD with free delivery. Trek CBD, CBD. Done right. Hi, Sean Callahan here for Coppel Chevrolet GMC. And things have obviously been pretty challenging lately with new vehicles, with all the microchip and supply chain issues. But things continue to loosen up as Coppel gets more and more new vehicles in each and every week. We've had many customers also custom order their vehicles. So if you don't see what you want in our current inventory, we can put an order in to get exactly what you want. So go online, reserve your new vehicle at CoppelCars.com. You'll be glad you did. Gentlemen, Valentine's Day is just around the corner. Don't be that guy running to the store for flowers and a card on your way home. 
Hey, Rick Heyman here from Sarter Heyman Jewelers. We have great Valentine's gifts in store now. And if you spend $99, we'll throw in a free bouquet of a dozen roses. Give her what she really wants this year and let us do the rest. Sarter Heyman Jewelers, your hometown jeweler since 1905 in Lincoln and Grand Island. Online at SarterHeyman.com. They say one great thing leads to another. And that's especially true when you visit a Great Clips salon. When you sit down for a haircut with the skilled and friendly stylist at one of our thousands of convenient Great Clips locations, they'll not only make your hair look great, they'll make you feel great too. And that's something you can't help but share with the world. Download our online check-in app today and opt in to get a ready next text when you're up next. Great Clips. It's going to be great. When it's really cold and your furnace goes out, the last thing you need is somebody who just wants a piece of your checkbook. Several families were told they had a cracked heat exchanger and needed a new furnace. Fortunately, they called Bryant for a second opinion. Many were found to only need minor repairs. Anytime you need furnace repair, call the experts at Bryant first. Bryant Air Conditioning, Heating, Electrical, and Plumbing. 467-1111. We do whatever it takes. You hear that? That's the sound of extremely tender and delicious beef from certified Piedmontese. Prime-grade tenderness with a fraction of the fat and calories of normal beef. It's Nebraska-raised product and the official beef of Nebraska Athletics. Change the way you buy beef today at the Mercado by certified Piedmontese. Just north of 84th and Havelock or at cpmercado.com. Breakfast time. Brisket tacos, pork tacos, chicken tacos. You hungry yet? I can keep going. Pork or chicken, queso nachos, queso mac and cheese, match mac burritos. Now you're salivating. Muchachos is Lincoln's premier New Mexico barbecue fusion restaurant. And you can't miss them in their bright blue building. Pair that great food with delicious coffee for breakfast and a variety of local and national beers on tap the rest of the day. Order your food online at yomuchacho.com or visit them in person at Muchachos on South 11th Street between L and K Streets. Eric Services takes this time to wish everyone a happy and healthy Valentine's Day celebration. There are a lot of daily battles that everyone faces, and in all of our busy lives, it's vital to make sure your significant other is a top priority. This important message comes to you from Bart, Mike, and the folks at Herrick Services, your vending specialist here in Lincoln. Their quality service and expertise has earned them a fine reputation. That's Herrick Services, on the air because they care. It's time to play Shootout with Strick. Call now, 464-5685, to take your shot against Eric Strickland. Shootout with Strick, brought to you by Buffalo Wings and Rings. Time to play the game! It's time for our daily game show shootout with Strick here on 93.7. The ticket, your chance to win $15 to Buffalo Wings and Rings. And today we have James as our contestant ready to take on Strick and try to get a win and take home the chicken, the poils, the yard bird. Uh, James, how do you feel about your Minnesota basketball knowledge? That's the topic of our show today. We're probably okay. All right. Well, that's pretty good. That's uh, that's at least enough confidence to think that you can get it done. Uh, Strick, how, how about you? You you played a bunch a bunch of former Golden Gophers in the NBA. You remember some it's some Minnesota basketball trivia? 
A little bit. <laughs> we, did, we did. We did get a chance to play up there a few times. It, it, it is right. an amazing court. That court that's underneath. It, it, it was the craziest things. You sit on the bench, but the court is above you. That's right. I like that dimension. Yeah. yeah. It, it was. It was kind of wild. Yeah, I got a to <laughs> yeah. It takes a little bit of extra of your energy out just getting back on the court. I would think. <laughs> <laughs> Fact. You got to be careful diving for a ball there. Oh, at, that's at right. Minnesota. There's no question about it. You might. You might not make it out of that. One. I like that. I like the extra elements you got to worry about. Even like last night, Arkansas, when they beat uh, Auburn, uh, they beat the number one team of the nation. They started like right when the game ended, like the lights turned off and there were like fire coming out of everywhere. It's like, man, there's some different elements around here. Um, But uh, let's get into the game. Uh, We will uh, again. This is uh, based around Minnesota, uh, the University of Minnesota. Some basketball questions in here. Strick, are you ready? Let's go. All right. Three. I got to turn down a little bit or it'll blast our ears. All right. Three. Two, one. Minnesota's colors are maroon and what? Gold or black? Gold. That's correct. Their student section is known as the Barnyard or the Gopher Gurus? Barnyard. That's correct. Minnesota's campus is located in the Twin Cities, Minneapolis, and where? Duluth or St. Paul? St. Paul. That's correct. True or false, Minnesota has been a member of the Big Ten since its inception in 1896. False. That's actually true. And Minnesota retired this longtime Celtics greats jersey in 1980. Who is it? Seven, six, five, four, three, two. Bill Russell. Oh, man. Close. Kevin McHale used to play for the Minnesota <laughs> oh, Golden Gophers. Oh, that's Gophers. right. <laughs> Easy to forget. Uh, but you did get Shoot. three points. That's a pretty solid score. We'll see if James can combat that at all. James, you feel confident about getting to at least three? I think so. All right. That's good. We, we always need at least the confidence in there. So, James, if you're ready, we will start in three, two, and one. Where does Minnesota basketball play their games? Assembly Hall or Williams Arena? Williams Arena. That's correct. Nebraska, our Minnesota's basketball head coach is Ben Johnson or Tom Crean? Uh, ben Johnson. Yes, that's it. Oh, ben they did say Ben Johnson. Minnesota's mascot is named what? Goldie Gopher or Goofy Gopher? Goldie. That's correct. True or false, Minnesota's basketball made the basketball tournament last season. That's actually false. How many times has Minnesota won the Big Ten men's basketball tournament? Oh, we didn't hear you there at the end. I had a little problem hearing you overall, but you still did get to three points, so it does end up in a tie. That means that we will go to the tiebreaker. That's where Strick will uh, will ask you the question. You give us a number, and then we'll have James go over or under on that number, that thus giving us the winner. The tiebreaker for Strick. Minnesota has made how many NCAA Final Four appearances? One. One. James, unfortunately, you don't get a, a chance to to combat that because one is the correct answer. So Strick does walk away as the winner. James, thank you for competing today. And don't give up all hope if you call in right now. The third caller, and that can be you too as well, James, the third caller can win the chicken today. Uh, but Strick, what a what a clutch answer there in the tiebreaker. You've earned yourself a couple shout-outs here. Boom shakalaka! and you're back in the win column for the week so uh congratulations strick uh very very clutch there yeah i i I couldn't hear hear james there for a second so maybe it wasn't uh, always the fairest it's never always the fairest sometimes i give you some difficult questions sometimes he gets them and sometimes i just can't hear but that's part of the the part of the game show is uh dealing around uh my shortcomings uh so uh, that's always part of the deal i guess so as as well um i did want to get to this because i saw this uh actually 
actually uh, earlier today um, from the Omaha World Herald, they, they had a story on this. A 17-foot-long wild crocodile in Indonesia had been trapped in a tire for more than five years. It's finally free from the help of a local resident. I know you're down in Florida down there, and there are uh, there's a few crocodiles. or are more likely alligators, I suppose. Uh, have you ever been uh, pretty close to them? Would you attempt to, to try to free one from a tire? Uh, that part would be a negative. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> no, they're, they're, it's kind of crazy. I know they're here, but in, in our area, I think even in the lakes, they, the uh, wildlife services, they do a good job for the most part of trying to mitigate a lot of that stuff and, and, and being watchful and trying to, I, I have yet to, even on the golf course or I've yet, I've, I've heard that it's happened, but I've yet to run across one or even a baby, you know, just yeah. kind of walking around. And I've got like a little, you know, retention pond out back and, you know, just, uh, I just yet to see it. That's I think I got to go a little bit farther south. Yeah, that's um, surprising. To the swamp land. I yeah. Mean, in, in the northern part, it's just not as much. much oh, yeah, that makes sense. Because, like, I, I, you know, I've only been to Florida once, I believe. So um, I didn't necessarily see one when I was down there either. But I've got some friends that have lived down there before. And they were making fun of me because I was talking about going down there. And it's like, well, I, you know, I wouldn't even get close to that thing. And, they, you know, they're so used to them. They're like, yeah, you can kind of play around with them. You just don't <laughs> keep your feet at the level where they can get you. That part. Yeah. yeah. And of yeah, course, I mean, and, and, you know, and actually they pretty much run, they run away. I mean, unless yeah. they're the, the supersized ones, the six to eight footers or anything like that, they, you know, they most likely not going to come, come at you. They, they, they want something smaller. They don't, they don't really come at you unless they feel threatened. So, huh. yeah. well, and I wonder too, uh, the difference between an alligator and a crocodile, I've never quite looked it up. A crocodile is probably just bigger, I suppose, but that, the yeah. crocodile always sounds scarier. <laughs> crocodile's bigger probably probably bigger teeth too oh yeah i'll bet i don't know how they knew that that crocodile was stuck in that tire for five years and, and why they didn't help him out i didn't really read the article just the headline kind of grabbed my attention um was it stuck around his body yeah so i mean he was okay yeah. he was, it was just kind of a nuisance for him i believe probably to try to get in and out of stuff but yeah. i don't know how he got in there to begin with i don't know what he was yeah. thinking <laughs> yeah, must have swam through that thing and got stuck <laughs> yeah. I don't know. What's the what's the scariest wildlife that you've uh, had to encounter, if if you can recall? Uh, I'm gonna be uh, probably a raccoon. Oh yeah. They they, they 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 creep out back. They think they they think my back patio is the uh is the club. They be out there trying to kick it on my back patio. I have to, I'm gonna have to step out there sometimes when I go out there and, and relax and stomp around a little yeah. bit. And hopefully get them to move around. I, I heard some babies. I was like, I know Mama somewhere. Uh -oh. They gotta go. Yeah, you can't you know? have a family out there. They don't they don't play. I mean, actually, they're they're aggressive as heck. These little raccoons. I mean, <laughs> they'll come at you. That's what's yeah. I, yeah. I, them alone i like the. I, i'm i'm not very good on wildlife bro i i leave i leave all i let hey that's your domain my man oh yeah be where you be yeah i like we have <laughs> we have quite a few raccoons around here too i usually see them in my neighborhood jumping out of the sewers and stuff and then you know foxes have been kind of taking over lincoln over the last couple of years so i kind of see them ever so often too i've been i've learned about uh raccoons though and i don't think it's here in nebraska that you can have I've seen coyotes in Texas. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, they, coyotes. Been on, I've oh. seen them on the golf course. That's real scary. A couple times. Those guys yeah, will mess around. Yeah, but mm -hmm. the, those uh, raccoons, though, I've, I've heard that you can keep them as pets, and, and when you do, not in Nebraska, but there's certain states where you can keep them as pets, um, and it might be Nebraska. I haven't done too much research on it, but but I've heard that they can go around. They like shiny things, so they'll go around and, and take all you like. They'll, they're, they're excellent thieves. They'll go and take keys or anything that's shiny, like they like to open doors in your house if you have like those shiny you know doorknobs and stuff, so 
you know, if, you, if you're kind of thinking about, uh, have, you know, getting a gang of thieves, maybe start uh, breeding some <laughs> <laughs> breeding some raccoons. It might do you some good there. Uh, they can go and get a bunch of keys for you. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. A gang of thieves. Uh, just, send them, just send them out to get the work done if you want the work done, right? That's right. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think I've, you know, I don't think I've, uh, you know, I've been to, like, Colorado a few times, had, like, you know, moose, like a moose come up pretty close to my uh, car and stuff like that, so that's kind of scary at times. But I don't think I've had too much of a bad encounter with a uh, you know wildlife either. So so far we're do so good. Do you think? Do you think like a kangaroo? If you ever came across one, would you, you know? Would you go toe to toe with a kangaroo? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I feel like uh, I've seen them before. Like right when they're threatening this guy's dog, and he and he goes out and punches one, or punches the kangaroo or whatever. I don't know. Maybe I'd try to tackle him. I don't think he would see that coming. I don't want to go. Oh. I don't want to get in a boxing match with him. I feel like he's practiced that more than I have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he, he'll rope a dope you one or two oh, times. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, do they... a two piece chicken wing? You want some chicken? He'll give a two piece. Yeah, I think they're all jabs though. He doesn't. They haven't. Uh, they haven't uh, evolved enough to get to the uppercuts. I think we still have that on him. Maybe I don't right, think they know about part. uppercuts yet. So <laughs> maybe you got to give him a with. body blow. You might. You, you give him a body blow. You get him in the stomach. Oh yeah. <laughs> You never know. Those uh, it's always entertaining. Oh. See, I'd got to make it to Australia. I don't think there are too much else around. But yeah, those guys are everywhere in Australia. So I'd like to run up against one of those sometimes, not to fight him, but just to see him. Uh, yeah. th- we'll take a quick break though here on uh, on the block uh, as we uh, got to get uh, get to pay the bills, of course, around here. Uh, but we will uh, have a lot coming up in the five o'clock hour. Talk uh, maybe some more Nebraska basketball. We'll get into some Super Bowl stuff. As I mean, this game is is fascinating in one way, and then in another way, I feel like it lacks a little star. So we'll talk about that stuff next here on the block on 93.7 The Ticket. Ninety-three-seven. The ticket. Fox KFXL weather. Brought to you by Bryant Air Conditioning, Heating, Electrical, and Plumbing. Your NTV first alert weather forecast tonight. Partly cloudy. Winds die down. Overnight lows 24. Partly cloudy for your Thursday. Warming up. Highs near 60. Windy again. Southwest winds gusting to around 30. I'm NTV Chief Forecaster 10,000 for 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Here's today's spent roaming and to sleeping beneath the stars to casting another line and letting time float by. From Shadron State Park to Indian Cave State Park and every recreation area, historical and state park in between, here's to your adventures, your memories. Here's to 100 years of your Nebraska State Parks. Plan your next trip today at NebraskaParks100.org. Sponsored by Nebraska Game and Parks. Aired with the Nebraska Broadcasters Association and this station. Herrick Services takes this time to wish everyone a happy and healthy Valentine's Day celebration. There are a lot of daily battles that everyone faces, and in all of our busy lives, it's vital to make sure your significant other is a top priority. This important message comes to you from Bart, Mike, and the folks at Herrick Services, your vending specialist here in Lincoln. Their quality service and expertise has earned them a fine reputation. That's Herrick Services, on the air because they care. 
Hi, Sean Callahan here for Koppel Chevrolet GMC. And things have obviously been pretty challenging lately with new vehicles, with all the microchip and supply chain issues, but things continue to loosen up as Koppel gets more and more new vehicles in each and every week. We've had many customers also custom order their vehicles. So if you don't see what you want in our current inventory, we can put an order in to get exactly what you want. So go online, reserve your new vehicle at koppelcars.com. You'll be glad you did. You need a place to watch the big game, but you don't want to host at your place and you don't know what friend's house to invite yourself over to. Join 93.7 The Ticket at Buffalo Wings and Rings at 68th and O for Bengals Rams and enjoy great food and drink, plus the chance to win great prizes. If you simply show up, you'll have a chance to win free prizes. You just have to be there when your ticket is called. What's better than great food, drinks, and prizes? Hang with us for the big game on Sunday, February 13th at Buffalo Wings and Rings, 68th and O. There's no better way to spark a child's imagination than to get lost in the adventure of a good book. I'm Jenny Benson, president of NSEA. Working together, parents and teachers can help every child succeed. You can help by reading to your child and let your child read to you. Encourage reading in your home and make it a priority. Make reading fun and a time that you and your child look forward to spending together. Sponsored by the Nebraska State Education Association, aired by the Nebraska Broadcasters Association in this station. They say one great thing leads to another, and that's a 